You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Welcome to the Daily Hammer, your daily news source when it comes to the Atlanta Braves as part of the Battery Power Podcast Network. My name is Sean Coleman. Hope wherever you are and wherever you are listening, you're having an amazing start to your Friday, an amazing start to your holiday weekend, and looking forward to some more Braves baseball over the weekend as they now leave Philadelphia and head to Cincinnati. Of course, you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, and the Road to Atlanta Podcast, as well as the new podcast featuring site manager Chris Willis, as well as Stephen Tolbert. You can find him at B underscore Outliers on Twitter. All four of those great podcasts at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, across all forms of social media, as well as free on all podcast platforms. Just hit that subscribe button. There likely will be new content every day for you to enjoy. My name's Sean Coleman. You can find me at StatsSAC on Twitter. When it comes to the Braves, here's the latest from Atlanta. And if you're wanting a recap of last night's game uh, in Philadelphia, uh, you know, a series the Braves had already won. Um, some impressive starts uh, uh, throughout the series uh, for the Braves. Uh, but last night, that just a win was not in the cards. If you want to know a summary of the game, Michael Harris hit an impressive home run, and Mike Ford, yes, pinch hitter extraordinaire Mike Ford, closed the game out for the Braves, a 14 4 loss. For Atlanta, and, and it was about as over. It was about over as soon as it started. Unfortunately, um, Ian Anderson just ran into another really rough night. Seven runs allowed through two innings. The Phillies just absolutely had him figured out from the get-go, and there was nothing Ian Anderson could really do to correct the damage. And of course, you know, then Jesus Cruz came in for the Braves, and it just really became one of those. You ride it off. You say goodbye to Philadelphia. You know. Get through the game, pack it up, and move on to Cincinnati. Hat tip Bill Belichick. But in all honesty, when it comes to um, the Braves in this game, it just was not in the cards, and sometimes that's going to be the case. The Braves got the series win, you know, but the big concerning thing, of course, is Ian Anderson. What happens with Ian Anderson moving forward? Now, you know, Brian Snicker had some interesting comments after the game, you know, just acknowledging that, you know, it. Ian Anderson's stuff was not there last night. It, it, no indication has been that, you know, anything's going to happen to Ian Anderson's place in the rotation, though it does seem as if Kyle Muller down in the minor leagues has definitely been impressive as of late. So any type of, you know, replacing Ian Anderson with Kyle Muller for the time being type situation, but no indication of that. But I do think the bigger takeaway is this, is that the Braves right now have three starters that they can rely on. You, you've got Max Reed and Kyle Wright, who in my opinion are two of the top ten National League pitcher, pitchers so far this year. Charlie Morton is definitely finding his groove. So you've got a top three that, that it's pretty formidable that you could you know pretty much stack up against any other National League team's top three right now. 
in my opinion. But what about after that? Yes, Spencer Strider has been impressive, but what happens with his innings as we progress throughout the season? At this point, it becomes very interesting to see if the Braves will potentially make some type of move where they, you know, give another opportunity to one of their young arms or perhaps starting pitching comes into focus um, as the, the primary you know goal of addition for the Braves at the trade deadline. Not necessarily adding you know a star starter or anything along those lines, but just seeing if they can add a bit more certainty to the starting rotation. So hopefully Ian Anderson will be able to figure out figure it out as time goes on. But I do think that it is fair to say the Braves potentially could be looking to add another you know at least any innings eating type starter, you know, as we approach the trade deadline, perhaps there's still enough time for Ian Anderson to make that not such a big of a need if he can get back going on the right track. But as I mentioned, the other impressive thing from last night was Michael Harris hitting um, his fifth home run of the season, excuse me, his fourth home run of the season. And as much as we're discussing the fact that Michael Harris's defense has been a stabilizing force in center field, he now has 114 at-bats. Michael Harris came up over Memorial Day weekend, so he now has had a full month in the majors. I'm not saying in any way, shape, or form that we've seen a big enough sample size to consider the fact that Michael Harris is going to consistently be a hitter that produces an 850 plus OPS as time goes on. But what I am saying is, is that as the Braves continued to evolve his swing once he got to the major league level, the adjustments that Michael Harris has made, it's been impressive. He may not necessarily produce like this as time goes on and the league adjusts to him, but it's been very impressive to where you can start to feel that Michael Harris is going to be a, a significant contributor in this lineup for the rest of the season. This isn't just a player or a rookie who is adding value in the field. And his performance at the plate does not appear to be just a fluke. This may, while it may not be at this level, there is, a, it seems as if there's sustainability, both in terms of him playing excellent defense and continuing to be a significant contributor in the lineup. And that is great to see after his impressive home run last night. So a few bright spots potentially for the Braves in last night's game, but overall, just one of those games that you simply chalk up to it wasn't in the cards. Hopefully Ian Anderson will be able to bounce back from this start with with an impressive start, getting him maybe he can end the first half of the season with a few starts under his belt that can really, you know, propel him to get off to a good start of the second half of the season. And of course, it's exciting to see the continued development of Michael Harris. But speaking of the first half of the season, we finally were able to get an understanding of what the finalists will look like for each of the positions when it comes to the 2022 All-Star Game. And as many expected, the Braves are well represented in that voting. Another fun news nugget that came from Major League Baseball on Thursday was the announcement of the finalists for each of the starting positions, besides pitchers, each of the starting positions in the All-Star Game, both for the American League and the National League. And the first thing that really stood out was the fact that the National League's top vote-getter through earlier this week 
was none other than Ronald Acuna Jr. Yes, Ronald Acuna Jr. has not played as much as many others have this season, but obviously his popularity continues to be validated as being a superstar in the sport, overcoming Mookie Betts, who for much of the early rounds of voting led the National League in total votes. It actually was Ronald Acuna Jr. who was able to overtake the top spot. So what that means is Ronald Acuna Jr. is one of the National League starters in the 2022 All-Star Game. But the fun starts when you realize just how many potential Braves could join Ronald Acuna Jr. in the National League starting lineup as Braves country came out and represented their players well in the voting. The finalists for the National League includes four different positions in which another Braves player could potentially be starting in the field with Ronald Acuna Jr. At second base, Ozzie Albies and Jazz Chisholm Jr. are the two finalists in the voting for the National League starter at second base. Now, that outcome is pretty much already known. Ozzie Albies will not be available for the 2024 All-Star Game, so it looks as if Jazz Chisholm will be the starter for the National League. But beyond second base, it's shortstop. Dansby Swanson came in second among shortstops with Trey Turner. So it, it, it will be Trey Turner versus Dansby Swanson to determine the starter for the National League. And whether or not Dansby gets it is one thing. Without a doubt, with how special he's been over the past few months, he certainly deserves to be on the National League roster for the All-Star game. At the catcher's position... You have Travis Darno going up against Wilson Contreras. Now, Wilson Contreras has had a very impressive year, but Darno has had a great bounce-back campaign from his injury-riddled 2021 season. Not necessarily that confident that he'll be able to overcome Contreras to get the starting spot, but the chance is certainly there. The fact that he is at least a finalist shows that with the voting choices narrowing down, Darno may have a good chance to eventually land a starting spot in the, at the catcher position for the National League. And then, of course, in the outfield, you have Adam Duvall. Now, Adam Duvall will be going against Mookie Betts, Jock Peterson, Starling, Mar and Starling Marte for the two final starting outfield spots in the National League. Obviously, Adam Duvall's numbers, not necessarily to the level of an all-star, but he is a beloved member of the Braves in Braves country. It'll be interesting to see how the voting goes for him. Not necessarily confident that he'll be able to overtake you know, more well-known names like a Betts or a Marte or even a Jot Peterson, but it'll be interesting to see if he can join Acuna Jr. in the outfield for the Braves. And then, of course, you've got William Contreras, who is a finalist with Bryce Harper at the DH position in the National League. Now, it, it's not necessarily necessarily kind of like second base Bryce Harper likely will be voted as the starting DH however he will not be available for the all-star game so William Contreras's involvement in the all-star game that'll be interesting to see as time goes on as well but the point is is that the Braves definitely have plenty of opportunities to where they could have you know even as much as three or more starters for the National League in the 2022 All-Star Game, a game that's already going to be special with Braves manager Brian Snicker managing the National League squad. So if you have the opportunity, and hopefully you will, get out and vote as many times as you possibly can to support the Braves and get as many of them into the National League starting lineup. We already know that hopefully Max Fried and Kyle Wright will be on the National League starting rotation as well for the 2022 All-Star Game. 
But that wasn't the only interesting news from Thursday, is the Braves made an, a trade. Now, nothing of real significance. They traded for uh, Silvino Bracho, uh, Bracho of the Red Sox. The Braves traded for uh, Bracho as depth. Kenley Jansen going on the uh, injured list. The Braves wanted to be able to fill an open rotate or an open roster spot with another relief arm. They found an easy way to do that. So the other thing that's really exciting is the fact that the Braves' offense is headed to a ballpark where they could put some impressive numbers on the board. That's right. The Braves will be visiting the Cincinnati Reds. Now, the last time the Braves faced the Reds, it was the start of the um, 2022 season in which the Braves opened the season against the Reds. They you know, won two games, lost two games in that series. But this time around, it will be at Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati and the pitching matchups, you know, the, the Braves are going to have the top of their rotation to hopefully allow for them to get another series win. Tonight, Max Reed will once again be taking the mound against Mike Miner, former Braves pitcher Mike Miner, who, if I'm correct, has not faced the Braves before in his career outside of Atlanta, but he will be facing the Braves. Obviously, the Braves have had a great success against left-handers so far this year. Miner's numbers have not been impressive at all, so it could be an opportunity for the Braves to get some runs early to support Freed to be able to get out ahead and get a win to open the series. And then on Saturday, Spencer Strider will be facing off against Tyler Malley. You know, a game in which, you know, Malley was very impressive versus the Braves in the opening game of the season. He's not had as much success this year as he did last year, but it's going to be an opportunity for Braves fans to once again see Spencer Strider in action, coming off a very impressive performance against the L.A. Dodgers. Strider has more than cemented his place in the Braves' starting rotation, and though in time that may change as the Braves continue to monitor his innings production this season, it's really fun to see him every time out. going to be fun to see him against the Reds once again on Saturday. And then in the series, um, in, the, in the last game of the series, Charlie Morton will be facing off against Luis Castillo. Obviously, Charlie Morton has really found his groove when it comes to missing bats, when it comes to overcoming like he did in Philadelphia, overcoming, you know, some early struggles. Morton really seems to be settling in as someone that can, you know, you can at least rely on to put the Braves in a position to win. Again, the numbers may not be all that impressive. It's not as if he's dominating every single start, but at the very least, he's limiting the damage enough with some improving strikeout numbers to allow for him to limit opposing offenses to give the Braves a chance to win. So it's a good setup for the Braves to be able to get another series win over the holiday weekend. Hopefully you'll be able to enjoy it wherever you are, and I hope that you and your families all have a great holiday weekend and enjoy time together. And don't forget you can find the Daily Hammer, the Battery Power Podcast, the Road to Atlanta Podcast, and the new podcast with Chris Rillis and Stephen Tolbert, all at BatteryPower.com, at BatteryPowerSBN, and across across all podcast platforms, wherever you listen. That's where we will be for free. Just hit that subscribe button. Until next time, my name's Sean Coleman. We'll talk to you again soon here on The Daily Hammer.